Hey y'all, this is Astro Dim laying in my bed because you know it's my bed in astrology. Hello everybody, welcome back to the gang, gang, gang. <laughs> um, guys, listen, all right, um, I'm going to switch up the game a little bit with the podcast. Um, what I'm hoping to do is post every Thursday um every week and if you guys want me to like speak on something you know um i'm going to um give you my email so you can give suggestions on what um i should speak on um and i can it could just be request get driven of course if i'm inspired by something i'm gonna speak on that too but um I kind of want to switch off. I don't want to talk about the sun and the moon no more, baby. I don't. Like, I, I, I of course, the sun and the moon, I'm going to talk about it in general. But I, I like being a specialty chick, you know? Like, people know, a lot of people know me as the 12th house girl, the 11th house girl, the <laughs> asteroid girl. I, I, you know, I kind of want to fucks with that. Like, even in my, my shop, you know, I don't have general natal readings anymore because I, I just don't like talking generally about stuff i never was into talking about transits i did it for a little bit and i just was over it like the like transits of the week the sky the week the, i don't i don't like doing that i like talking about um specialty things and i like helping people push towards their purpose and 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 i i you know this so more much more to life than what we are expecting to get in astrology as a collective people just want to know like when things are going to happen and and stuff and you know i understand you know our day-to-day lives are important but we have to strive to do something bigger we're on this earth for a reason you know and so you know you can go to other astrologers there's a lot of amazing ones who do weekly updates who talk about things that are happening in the day-to-day but if you're trying to really ascend and have a better understanding of self and stuff like that you can come to me on this side of the astrology this is why i love the community because there's different versions and different people you can go for different things um specializations within astrology so even though i know certain things and i could read certain things i don't have to <laughs> you know that's what i like that's what i like um and yeah so i'm gonna post on thursdays now i know you're wondering like bitches is wednesday like so why are you on here there's a special reason why i'm talking on a wednesday there is but let me actually say this before i get into it um if you are interested and in like you know if you want me to like speak on something a subject in astrology or in tarot too um you know any any aspects of spirituality because i see myself as a spiritual counselor so i don't just focus specifically on astrology um i do lean towards it the most but you know that's not just my main spiel but if you want to talk about anything related to spirituality um you know um and you want me to talk about it on the podcast um, email me at astrodim, um, well, astrodim at protonmail.com, okay? Astrodim at protonmail.com. I'm going to spell that out for you. A-S-T-R-O-D-I-M at protonmail.com, okay? 
thank you very much yes i'm I'm excited to hear what you guys want to talk about all right but anyways let's reel it back into what i was talking about before there is a reason why i'm actually talking to you guys on a wednesday instead of a thursday I'm gonna think this is a beautiful way to start this this um, conversation, this podcast, and all of that. I'm specifically talking about a pantheon that is connected to an asteroid, and um, very important, very um, special to the Black community. Um, you know, not all Black folks follow this energy. But um, they are, you know, this energy and the um, belief system that they are connected to is greatly connected to our culture, whether we recognize it or not. And so who I'm talking about is the goddess herself, Oya. Yes, y'all. All my people who are into the Orishas, stand up. <laughs> All my ATR believers, stand up. Yes, I'm talking about Oya. So, like, okay, I, I do want to say this. Listen, right? Um, I believe in the Orishas, but I'm not like a deep follower of the Orishas. Um, I respect their energy greatly. So, you know, there's more information out there about Oya. I want to keep this nice and general, and I want to um, apply the astrology aspects to it. If you are interested into, you know learn like speaking more on the energy of Oya or you want me to mention something about Oya or something like that feel free to email me I wouldn't be even um, opposed to doing a part two or a future part threes in which we talk deeper about um, Oya if you are more experienced and are knowledgeable about the Orishas um, so I'm totally fine with that, okay? I'm doing this with respect and love um, after doing research and everything. And so if something's off, you know, that's I'm, I'm doing this with love. Just know that, okay? I'm just trying to bring um, this energy all together, the, the, the story of Oya, making it an astrological, um, making an astrological interpretation. And, you know, I want something special uh, for us people as melanated people, as black people, you know? And um, I know that Oya is specifically connected to um, um, West Africa, specifically um, a lot of people who are into the Orishas. You know, this energy is, you know, started in Nigeria. And I know this is a, like, West African, Nigerian thing. Um, But with that being said, you know, a lot of people adapted this belief system Um, especially through um, the black history of the Americas. A lot of us um, have Nigerian roots, you know? So, you know, um, these things are important to us, you know? It's so interesting because a lot of people, um, you know, connected with the Orishas and it seems like they didn't realize where it originally came from because their culture was so deeply embedded to it on this side of the earth so it's really just interesting but anyways just know that i'm doing this with love with respect um and all of and all of that and um i actually maybe a little later what i'll do is speak on a random experience i had with um two orishas which was really pretty cool um, again, I'm not a follower 
of the um, of the Orishas, but I love and respect them, and I give them um, love. I do. I give them love, and I give them love like I give all other gods and goddesses and pantheons and energies love because I feel like all of them are real all of them are true and all of them um are amazing and deserve love period I don't ask I typically don't ask anything from them I just be like thank you they just drop off and give me messages and I'm like word thank you so much that's so dope (laughs) and I give them love for it but I usually I don't ask for anything from pantheons really um there's some that I do, but not really still. I, I work directly with my ancestors. But anyway, that's just me. Let's let's talk about Oya, okay? Um, Oya is the goddess of winds, lightning, storms, death, and rebirth. Again, Oya is the goddess of winds, lightning, storms, death, and rebirth. This is a lot, okay? This is a lot of energy here. Um, transformative energy. It gives me Scorpio vibes. And it's kind of funny that it gives me Scorpio vibes because um, you're going to see the connection. Uh, that's amazing. But I do want to give an asteroid profile about the actual asteroid oh yeah so you guys can look where it is in your natal chart how it's transiting and how it's affecting specific parts of your life um this is actually going to be really important to me because lately i've been seeing a whole bunch of nines if you've been seeing a whole bunch of nines too which represents big change or if you've been seeing five five fives um well nines represents endings five 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 represents big transformation and change you know you might want to look at where Oya is in your chart natally and transit wise because you can get a good look on where that you know that change is going to happen but we'll speak deeply onto that a little bit later okay we will anyways the uh if you want to look deeper into Oya astrologically the asteroid the number is 9602. Again, the number is 9602. Again, um, everybody can look into this, you know? Just like how everybody um, is not a deep believer of um, Greek mythology, but they follow the Aphrodite asteroid or they follow the Venus, Venus the planet, um, and kind of see how it is in their chart. You can do the same thing here. You know, just because you don't follow the belief system doesn't mean that you can you can't see this energy as something that can apply to your life. Energy as in the asteroid, okay? So I just want to add that there because I know people be like, I don't know if I should look into oh yes, you can, everybody can, okay? Everybody can look into the asteroid. Oh yeah, this is why I'm trying to make this energy open. It's just that the belief system, to my understanding, there is an initiation. There's things get deeper into that that I don't have that much knowledge into you know that's when it gets selective okay so i do want to add that there all right because people be finding excuses not to listen to up to some that's what i personally think so anyways i'm gonna keep going all right but now this is the this is the kicker right here the asteroid was discovered on halloween 1991 okay isn't that crazy then i i was just saying how like um you know First of all, Halloween's in Scorpio season. And remember I was just saying that this gives Scorpio vibes. Halloween is about death and rebirth. Like the zombies and vampires that we're talking about here, right? And so, you know, um, it's, you know, that's what Oya's about. Oya's about death and rebirth as well. And then also when you like 
see anything connected to Halloween is always connected to storms. And she is the goddess of storms. So it's incredible that the asteroid was discovered <laughs> at Halloween 1991. Isn't that wild? Um, the um, asteroid orbits around the sun every three and a half years. Um, makes one full orbit every three and a half years. The sign changes, um, and uh, well, it changes signs, excuse me, at three to four months, um, every three to four months, so every 105 days. Um, now, Oya is a part of the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, so this is for the uh, people who are into astronomy as well. Again, it's very important for you to understand astronomy, um, to really get the um, get to the deeper levels of astrology. Okay, uh, between Mars and Jupiter, there's a huge asteroid belt with a whole bunch of asteroids that are orbiting around the sun for the most part, right? Um, Oya is in that between Mars and Jupiter, and with the th- special thing about these asteroids is that you have to think about it's between mars and jupiter so those asteroids are going to have some some significance and some energies connected to mars and jupiter similar to how chiron um is deeply connected to saturn um and how there's even a chiron um, moon i believe um saturn has a moon named chiron i believe so and so it's like if you think about the myth saturn chronos was Chiron's father so this this energy's you know the energy seeps the energy kind of blends you know so oh you guys gonna have some of that Mars Jupiter energy and I personally feel specifically with Oya that warrior energy of Mars definitely shows through but also that there's always a bigger purpose and a bigger reason on how she moves she's 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 calculating she's not doing she's not causing storms just to cause storms and and, and do a fit or being upset there's a bigger reason and again i'm going to talk about that later in a deeper way you're going to see okay (laughs) um the asteroid oya um orbits around the sun and um yoruba excuse me the name means she tore or she like she's tearing into something um the she's the patron of the niger river her day is a Wednesday. So this is why I'm talking on a Wednesday, even though I'm going to typically do these on Thursdays. Her day is a Wednesday. So I wanted to give love and respect to Oya about talking about her on her day. Come on, man. <laughs> her color is red, purple, and black. And if you're going to give her offering, just show her love, just to show her love um, with beautiful, lovely intent, you know. Um, don't give her anything connected to pumpkin. Don't give her anything with connected to stingray and don't give her no mutton. Okay. No pumpkin, no stingray, no mutton. All right. All right. So before I go deeper into her myth, I do want to give a shout out to Blair Witch Yaya on YouTube. Um, so I want to give a shout out to her because like um, I knew about the asteroid Oya about a year and some change ago. Um, and I've been trying to find more information about Oya um and it's because you know I feel like I'm getting bits and pieces um the stories are changing a little bit depending on who you talk to um it's it's hard it was hard to just find one set story for um or the, the myth for Oya and I feel like Blair Witch Yaya did a beautiful and amazing job um explaining her story a beautiful beautiful and amazing amazing job um and it's tough because like you know Oshun 
and even Yemaya, um, Shango, there's, there's, you know, they're the popular kids, right? They're the popular gods um, and goddesses. And I feel like Oya um, is not mentioned as much as Oya should be mentioned. Um, I heard through the grapevine that there's a reasoning for that, that she ain't for the fate of heart, that um, she means business. And people, some people are actually scared to work with Oya. Um, I say you shouldn't. You just have to come in with real intentions and be ready for that change. That's what I would say personally. But, no, that's just me. I would say speak to a specialist about this that is really um, into um, the Orishas. They will be able to speak with it. But with me personally, I just let Oya give me messages. I give her love and thanks. And I move, I keep it pushing. But that's how I am with all entities all gods and goddesses that come to me and give me messages um because um i'm trying personally to set myself and recognize my own god and goddess energy you get what i'm saying and so um i want to move like one because i am one (laughs) i need to move like one so if someone someone gives me energy yo thank you so much i appreciate you I love you, peace. And that's how I am with all of them, honestly. Um, and um, that's just what it is. Like, that's just me doing my per- my sole purpose. But anybody can do whatever the hell they want, okay? Just know you have to be... You have to understand that some of these gods and goddesses are... They, they, they have different personalities. They mean business. And they're serious. And so if you really want to work with one, um, just make sure you learn them in and out. And be respectful, no matter who they are, Okay? Hi, so I'm gonna keep it pushing. Uh, but anyways, um, Blair Witch Yaya was very, 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 um, awesome, like just amazing at like putting all of her energy and information together in one packaged video. Um, I was able to get all the information in one sitting. Um, of course, I got information from other folks, too, that I implemented in this um, episode, but uh, most of the information is from her. And so um, subscribe to her YouTube. Check out if she's on social media. Um, very knowledgeable about the Orishas. Check her out. Again, Blair Witch Yaya, okay? Um, all right, so let's talk about Oya, okay? Um, so... Oya um, is, again, the goddess of winds, lightning, storms, death, and rebirth. Um, She was married to Ogun, which is another Orisha, and um, was one of his first wives, right? Um, But then Shango saw her. (laughs) Shango was like, damn, oh my gosh, you're looking good. Woo! (laughs) Okay? Shango saw her and was just in awe right um all the gods and goddesses are very good looking okay so he saw oya and just couldn't believe how uh, beautiful she was and um she you know what the thing is with oya she has um again i feel energy deeply connected to scorpio energy and scorpio energy they can draw somebody in and i know that's what happened here he was just totally smitten um reminds me of um you know um how people like in the movies they just like are floating towards someone with heart eyes <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if that was like it was something like that when shango f- 
first saw Oya, um, eventually, you know, well, the thing is, well, Oya liked Shango too. And so eventually Shango actually um, took um, Oya away from Ogun and, um, you know, she was Shango's wife now, right? <laughs> and that's just what happened. Um, what was really interesting is that she actually had um, non-uplets. And I know you're like, what is a non-uplet? Um, you know how people can have octuplets, triplets, quadruplets. Well, non-uplets is, is when you have nine kids all at once. Okay? Um, and this is after, actually, she has she was barren for a very long time, for most of her life. And then all of a sudden, she shoots nine kids. Isn't that crazy? Um, very blessed energy here, for sure. Talk about big transformation. <laughs> You go from having being barren, having no kids, to having nine all at once. It's wild. Um, while with Ogun, though, she actually took his war items as her own. She would happily stand side by side with him and the other men to fight. She's very connected to warrior energy. She will fight. Um, she's knuck if you buck, man. Like you can't, <laughs> this is, you know, you can't take Oya lightly. And I think that's a big reason why people are, um, sadly afraid to work with her is because, you know, they are scared when they don't have to. If you're coming with, to any energy with good intentions and with clear intentions, you know, nothing's going to happen to you. But if you're coming in scared, you're coming in with bad intentions. You don't think they can fill it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so... You know, just know who you're working with. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, Oya is a fighter and fought just as well, even better than men. Um, and just very knuck if you buck warrior energy, which is really dope. Um, but yeah, she. what I've noticed with Oya, though, is if she was with somebody um, or if she knows somebody, um, she's taking something with her that's connected to them. You know what I mean? And so she's not going to just be with somebody just just to be with them, right? She's, like, taking in some knowledge, taking in some info. She sees something, she will find a way to get it, okay? Very strategic, similar to that Mars energy as well. She gives me, that's why she gives me Scorpio energy, is that Plutonian energy, but very Mars, too, very strategic and thinking. Um, Again, her asteroid is between Jupiter and Mars. That's extremely strategic movement here, okay? So, you see that, right? <laughs> so cool. Uh, and also, too, um, she, again, if she wanted something, she'll take it. So there's a, here's another story, too. So Osayan, um was over the... Um, was over magical herbs in the magical world right and it was secret like no one else knew what osion was connected to and um didn't know about the herbs in the magical world but oya found out and oya wanted in so when oya found out she caused a storm so she can actually get his treasures (laughs) so oya don't mind like you know causing destruction to get something that she's looking for but again she's not recklessly causing destruction she is she is for purpose so if it, you know if there's a storm in your life if there's transformation in your life and you notice that the asteroid oya is connected to it or oya reached out to you or you feel like there's like 
you know, some oyaness into the energy is not for nothing. It's not for no reason. There is a reasoning for it. Again, very strategic mind. Oya knows what she's doing. All right. She's very, very balanced with masculine and feminine energy, with yin and yang, with dark and light. All right. And she has to be because she is of this world, but she is connected to death and rebirth right um she is of this world but she's connected to storms which is definitely the definition of 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 light and dark of yin and yang of masculine and feminine and i think that's why i have a soft spot for oya is because i am too um balance between um with between masculine and feminine energy um and even though we express it differently I, I get it. I get the. I get how have to continuously keeping that balance is a little bit. You know, it's it's a responsibility. It really is. Okay. Um, she initially um, was just the goddess of the last breath before you died and the transition phase of you going from earthly realm to spiritual realm. But she ended up strengthening her powers. So, you know, when you think about Oya, you have to think about um, appreciating what you have, but manifesting more, gaining more, working to get more, bettering yourself. You get what I'm saying? Which is really dope energy. Um, Again, she has a deep connection to Mars, I feel. And Mars is exalted in Capricorn. And I feel like that's Capricorn shit right there. Um, I got this, but how can I be able to be more? How can I get more? Excuse me. And so it's kind of like, you know, yes, I um, am knowledgeable about this subject, but can I be even more knowledgeable? (laughs) You know, so it's really dope. Um, And the thing is with Oya is that Oya uh, wanted, wanted to know it all, wanted to be the decision maker, wanted to, um, you know, be able to have a say. And as we know, with a lot of traditional um, belief systems, you know, whether it's a, um, not whether it's a matriarchy or not, because sometimes, you know, matriarchy is just like, no, women make decisions, period. But a lot of belief system is kind of like you have to go at least connect with the man or have the man handle it, blah, 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 blah. And so, uh, you know, that was kind of the case in, in this situation. Um, she was always trying to find a way to learn some information, to find a way to make decisions, find a way to be the decision maker, be the one. And because she had the embodiment of um, a woman, she didn't always have the say. You know, she didn't always was the she wasn't always the decision maker, and so she would be sneaky and find different ways, and use her charm, her wit, her um, sex appeal, her femininity, in order to you know um, not coerce but you know influence people to make certain decisions. So it could be her making the decision so it's really really cool um she definitely used her divine femininity to get her way um and remember guys what i say you know femininity is more covert masculinity is more um overt you know masculine masculine energy will go ahead and just do something forward while femininity um is represented by um suggesting um 
people to do something persuading you know what I mean like hey maybe you should do this you know applying some manipulation and when I mean manipulation I use manipulation as not a negative word because you can manipulate people to be positive I think it's very neutral it's a neutral word okay so that's what I mean about that all right anyways um because Oya wanted to be the decision maker, you know, she needed to have the intel, the information. So she would like go around, listen to a couple conversations, look around, search through things, you know, just to be in the know of what's going on. So, you know, she'd be able to make these decisions soundly. So one time she was just looking around and she sees a pot and there was some brew in the pot and she realized it was... Um, connected to Shango's thunder and lightning power and so she's like hmm okay that's good to know that's good to know she backed off and she just left it there then um Shango was actually caught being flirty with Oshun and like Oya saw Oya was super upset super jealous pissed off and she ended up tasting the brew in the pot she went back to the to the pot tasted the brew and because she tasted it she ended up being the goddess of storms and thunder and tornadoes as well so remember go back to when you know what she initially was she was initially just the goddess of the last breath before you die in a transition phase and then she married ogun and ended up being um, a warrior goddess as well um, and then she married Shango. Shango was flirting with Oshun. She got mad. And now she's also the goddess of storms and thunder and tornadoes. She just, she read up, man. <laughs> Beyond read up, she just like got all the, um, she got more than what she was um, born into. Isn't that special? Now she's super duper powerful, more powerful than she initially was. Some cool stuff there. Um, and she did this so she could be almost as powerful as him, you know, cause Shango is, you know, one of the, the, the patron gods, kind of like how, um, Archangel Michael is, you know, one of the, um, not one of, but he's kind of like the main archangel of all the archangels. Shango's like that too, with the Orishas. Um, so yeah, she wanted to be as power, almost as powerful as him. And so she's like, all right, let me get some of that too. So yeah, so <laughs> all that power, all those, all that energy within one goddess, very powerful energy there. Um, but Oya generally was the, was a decision maker, um, in the relationship and she actually wore the pants, um, in the relationship low key with her divine femininity, with her being more covert, uh, persuading, um, you know, using her charm and her wit to get her way. Um, she convinced Shango to do a lot of things, um, that caused a lot of drama because she likes control and she wanted to have control of the situation. Um, the one thing that really, um, got them into some heavy stuff, um, is you know one of the last things that um she did um and one of the last um things that she did while she was on earth that's probably the best way to say it is that she told shango to let his two rival generals um 
to go against each other so they could die right (laughs) because she didn't really like them um one of them survived and found out and um banished a couple out of the kingdom um shango was so embarrassed by everything that he ended up hanging himself from a tree um and that's when he transitioned from being a human form to an orisha um oya felt so so bad that at the end of the day, she was the reason why Shango died, why they got kicked out, why they were banished and embarrassed and shunned from the kingdom. And so she ended up doing killing herself as well um, through drowning herself in the Niger River. And that's where she transitioned to be the um, Orisha as well. Um, but the thing is, though, that she ended up also being the patron of the Niger River. And that's why she's so connected to that river. Um so that's how they end up being from human form to Orisha through that story. Um, overall, though, when when um, Oya gets mad, she fucks up your life. Okay, people are scared to work with her. She is very can be very destructive, but it's not for nothing. It's because of what she wants to do. You know what I mean? It's not like Tasmanian devil just causing chaos just to cause chaos. Like no. It's with the plan. There's a reasoning for it. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, she'll fuck up your life, though. <laughs> she would. Um, so, the interesting thing, too, um, is that once they became Orishas, it is said that they realized that they, they, you know, they really can't be together. But they have to work together. And they have to work together through storms. So um, usually if there's a storm, thunder and lightning, that's Oya and Shango actually coming together. Um, Like a storm, Oya's temper is super fast. However, she's extremely cunning. So a lot of the time she is planning this outburst. Again, like I mentioned before, and she hits with precision. So if, if, if there's a storm and the place got fucked up, there's a, no, there's a reason for it. <laughs> okay. She's not just causing a storm like the Tasmanian devil, like I said before. Um, specifically, um, while I'm doing research on Oya, I intuitively picked up that the thunderstorms are a dance between Shango and Oya. Um, whether they're happy together, mad, whatever it is, it's them coming together. Um, and it's a dance between them, right? Um, because she rules not only storms, but death and transition, the best thing to ask for her is protection, all right? Because um, if she's upset, if if something's happening, if she wants something and the storm, she creates a storm in order to get it, um, and she's, again, connected to death, the best thing for you to do is to ask for protection so you can continue to live, all right? That's just the best thing for you to do there, all right? Um, she is the Orisha of change and transition. Um, again, when you think about the things that she's connected to, she's connected to death, storms, devastation, um, graveyards because of death. You know what I mean? Um, all of that stuff is deeply connected to change and transition. That's why I really pushed her towards that Scorpio energy. Yes, she has Aries vibes, absolutely, too. Um, but it's like a combination of it, um, for sure. Um, she loves dark colors, especially dark red. Dark red's her favorite. 
Um, and there's actually an interesting storm story on this side, uh, like this side of the earth, this side of the Atlantic, um, with when it comes to the black folks of the Americas who are connected to the Orishas. Um, now, uh, typically, Oya and Yemaya don't get along, okay? Then they're really not that cool. Um, it's not like beef beef, but they don't really get along because they're different. Yemaya is nurturing and loving. Oya is, you know, knuck if you buck, a fighter. It, these are just totally different energies. And it is said that Yemaya... Um, you know, well, let me just say this. Yemaya is connected to the ocean and the waters of the ocean and sea and the sea overall. Um, but it is said that Yemaya actually has hurricane season because it's her being pissed off and disappointed at Shango for the American um, slave slavery system that happened. Yemaya is basically saying like, why did you leave them hanging? Um, that's our people. You could have saved them. Um, why? What's up? Like, what What happened here? And all y'all snuck a few bucks. All y'all's like, what? What? <laughs> what, you want war? And Shango is kind of like, um, just doing him pretty much. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Um, if you got more information on this, let me know. But yeah, hurricane season is basically connected to Yemaya's disappointment of um shango not doing more for the people who were forced to be to to come the africans who were forced to come into the americas um so really really interesting energy right there okay now if i were to have um an interpretation of oya right um i would say Oya represents how personal this is an overall interpretation by the way um how personal agendas stubborn intense emotions and control issues cause harm to others and yourself not just yourself though someone else is going down too okay and so again I feel like the general interpretation is how personal agendas stubborn intense emotions and control issues cause harm to others and yourself um now the reason why i want to mention that is because you know i think it encompasses all so oh if you see oh yeah you can see oh there's an personal uh, there's a personal thing that you want within this placement and now a storm's going to be caused in order to gain it or it could be other people, you know, someone wants something from you. And so they're going to cause a storm in your life in order to gain it. You know what I mean? So um, I see that now. Of course, I believe that Oya doesn't just represent this. But when you actually look back into the story of Oya, you know, and how it ended, um, you know, it, it, the main story represents that, that this, this interpretation that I said. You know what I mean? How wanting something and wanting to control so bad leads in, leads to your demise and the demise of someone that you love deeply, right? Um, I know there's more stories connected to Oya, but I know this is like a, the, the main one here. And so um, I do want to say that that's my main interpretation. However, um, 
OER being in your chart represents more than that. And I kind of want to talk about the things that I kind of think of when I think of um, the OER placement and what I think you guys should consider too. Um, You know, a lot of people think that OER stands for destruction and how that can cause problems. But OER knows what she's doing and when she's causing the tower moments and why she's causing the tower moments, okay? And so know that, no, OER doesn't mean destruction, period. Storms, period. No, there's this this brain power behind it, this strategy behind it, all right? So that's why I don't fully believe in a lot of astrologers' Um, interpretations of Oya um, with it just being destruction terror <laughs> there's there's something deeper very connected to Pluto energy because Pluto is like that too Pluto is personal empowerment Oya powered her by getting more powers in her through her own means um, sneakily yes but hey <laughs> that's how the world works and Pluto was definitely connected to sneakiness too um, and um Pluto's connected to storms. Pluto's connected to death. Pluto's connected to rebirth. Oh yeah, is too. So that's why I really, really feel that connection with um, Pluto and Oya strongly. But definitely, there's some Martian energy there too. So um, when you look at Oya, though, there's other things that you can um, see um, and interpret. And these are the, some of the key words that I think of when I think of Oya, um, the asteroid, and how it runs through. Um, you know the the cycle okay um banishment you know of course Oya was banished as long, along with Shango um once they found out that she was trying to get those two generals killed um ban- banishment through plotting so it's also it's kind of like you being shunned out of somewhere or banished out of somewhere because you were plotting not because you were just living your life and people are like that's wrong and they banished you it's through you plotting okay kind of like trees trees and type of energy I'll say that. That's kind of treasony when you think about it. Um, trains, change and transition. Um, calculated destruction. Uh, sexual feminine power and having control of that sexual feminine power. Personal agendas. Um, feminine energy who wears the pants. Um, the wife of a leader who holds most power. That's definitely something for sure. The wife of a leader who holds the most power could represent Oya. So think about like um, Eva Peron, um, um, Frida Kahlo. um, Who else is another uh, wife of a leader who holds a whole bunch of power? Um, All the first ladies (laughs) um, of many countries. You know what I mean? Things like that. Like the wife of a leader who holds much, um, much power. Um, and when I say this, I mean the wife holds a lot of power. You get what I'm saying? And so the the leader holds power, yes, but the wife holds a lot of power too. So like Ava Peron actually held a whole bunch of power. Frida uh, was held a lot of power, even more power than her husband when it is her husband that put her on. Michelle Obama holds a lot of power as much as um, Barack, you know, things like that. Okay. Um, Sneakily taking power, you know, (laughs) that's another thing too. sneakily taking power, Um, taking powers and energy by any means. Right. Um, But on a hush hush, not like on a like, I'm going to take power. Ah, You're going to see me take your power. Kind of like, again, 
mind play here, right? Um, mind fucking somebody in manipulation is definitely connected to the Oya asteroid as well. Um, warrior energy, where your inner warrior is, definitely is connected to Oya. You know, knock if you buck energy, strategic strat, you know, strategies and strategic thinking, deeply connected to Oya. Angered fueled decisions. So you're being strategic, you're making a decision, but it's all connected to anger, (laughs) being upset or jealous or mad and being strategic and using your anger as fuel. You know what I mean? Using passion as fuel. Um, Shamanism. I feel like Oya could definitely show shamanism. Um, She's connected to death and rebirth. She's connected to the last... Um, breath that you take and so i think oya is definitely an asteroid that can show shamanism for sure um death related interest so you if you're interested in and death and rebirth and stuff like that or if you are a storm chaser too storm interest um it might be because you have oya somewhere significant in your chart military or fighting interest is definitely um, connected to Oya energy as well, especially if you are of feminine energy. Um, suicide definitely is connected, um, like a Romeo and Juliet style type of um, suicide as well. I definitely see that um, killing yourself because someone else died type of thing, you know. Um, embarrassing spouse, too. <laughs> Like as if you, as in you being the embarrassing spouse. Oh, <laughs> so that is, um, you know, definitely speaks to that energy because Shango literally was embarrassed by his spouse and embarrassed that he fell for the okie doke um, that he um, killed himself or um, someone who, um, because of their spouse, they killed themselves. Definitely is connected to that energy too. Um, stupefying men or masculine energy is a good one too um you know using your divine femininity to um you know stupefy men and kind of do what you want to do and having control uh, over them is definitely connected to oya energy and then lastly jealousy you know um being upset and you know reacting based off of that jealousy is there too so that's my little talk about oh yeah this is um, way longer than expected it's the typical like 45 minute <laughs> podcast but um generally um you know i want my podcast to be you know less than 45 minutes if it hits if it's longer that's fine but that's um you know that's my overall um interpretation of oh yeah um guys do you have any interpret other interpretations Do you think that um, I might be missing something? How does this apply to you? I would love to know. Um, Now, I personally, let me just say this. Personally, let's see where Oya is in my chart. Let's do that, right? Oya is in Pisces in the first house, right? This is deeply connected to (laughs) self-destruction. Because the first house is the house of self, right? So it's in six degrees, um, Pisces. 
um, in my first house. I think it's actually near my angel asteroid too. So am I the angel of destruction, bitch? What? <laughs> oh, it will make sense too because I have a other destructive ass energy. I'm conjunct my Mercury too. The segment and Kali's conjunct my Mercury. So I'm a, apparently I'm just 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 you know shaking shit up. <laughs> apparently, but anyways, um. With that, I would interpret this as how um, there's so many ways that you can interpret this. Um, you know how my inner myself. Well, in a negative way, I can see this how my self doubt. Um, if it's if my self doubt is strong enough um, to be able to be um, incorporated in my decision making it could cause self-destruction do you get what i'm saying because remember this is how personal agendas stubborn intense emotions and control issues cause harm to others and yourself and so i feel like it could cause harm to other people but mostly me because it's in my first house you know what i mean so um that's how i see that um it also shows too how you know, I feel that Oya can also represent how, in a, in a more positive light, how you can, um, how I can intuitively pick up energies of something and create a huge transformation within myself. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of being um, socially aware through intuition and creating you know changing within the times which I felt like that I, I do that you know what I mean um I am a millennial and being a millennial you know we went through many many phases of being um self-aware and changing with the times that's a thing that millennials are deeply deeply connected to um because if you think about it too y'all um and if millennials, if you want to be real with each other, we've done some greatly problematic shit and it was popular and it was there and people did it. Not meaning any harm, but that's just what we were, uh, that's just what the energy that we were brought up in being very problematic with certain situations and very unfair but as time goes on and as we were um as millennials just like heard what other people had to um you know had to say and how they felt with certain social norms that just weren't right we made changes and we made the change and so I feel like of course there's a couple of other people right who don't give a fuck and it's just like no i'm just gonna continue to be ignorant because i don't my intentions are not bad so i'm just gonna be ignorant i don't care if it hurts people's feelings right i'm not gonna be that millennial there's a lot of millennials that ain't gonna be that millennial too but especially me because i can intuitively pick up how other people feel and then i'm like you know what i can't do that anymore i can't do that it's not right i don't want to and i feel like the oh my oh y'all energy is definitely connected so with my with oh y'all being in my first house is oh y'all's energy of me um creating change and transformation and destruction um whether you know it's it's not through other people it's because i want to do it within myself you know um so especially because oh y'all 
is in my first house, but technically like super duper far um, from my ascendant. So, you know, I think it's very connected to self and not me kind of creating destruction towards others. I think if it was closer to my ascendant, then it would definitely me causing destruction and it definitely could be hitting others you know because that's just a part of my persona personality and who I am so that's how I would read my like that's my interpretation of it um you know I can but also too you know what with that being said y'all I'll let it switch the interpretation my this, this is how this interpretation is going to be now how personal agendas stubborn intense emotions and control issues can cause change to others and yourself whether it be harmful or positive that's what i'm going to say oya is because when you think about it a lot of oya's manipulation and her inserting herself into certain things yes we we talk about a lot of the accounts in which it caused harm but it also gave Shango some power too so i would say this my this is my new interpretation all right here it goes how personal agendas stubborn intense emotions um strategic thinking and control issues can cause transformation to others and yourself whether good or bad it's not just yourself though someone else is going to be transform transforming or changing too or you're going to cause change or transformation to someone's life too it's not just you um i would even say too that this can even be personalized to you and your partner so how it, it, it could be any type of partner though it don't have to be relationship but i feel like relationship is deeply connected to these this to this energy too but it could be any type of partner that you got platonic business whatever but how again personal agendas stubborn intense emotions and control issues can cause transformation to others whether good or bad but it's not just you that's affected others are affected affected too so i like i can't help but to think like let me try to think of a platonic way that this could possibly end up um like if you got like a business partner and it's y'all two working and they're being cool with you or whatever but they have these plans you know of their own and that they kind of want to move in their specific way kind of like um (laughs) the only reason why i know this is because of my best friend he's a big fifth um fifth harmony fan but kind of like how camilla caused a transformation within the group with her own personal plans on how she wanted to be a solo artist kind of like that you know what i'm saying that's that's my new interpretation I'm, I'm i'm messing with that i think that's good because i feel like this transformation and destruction can also bring positivity to you and somebody else as well um i think it's more so connected to you um when it's in your first house but somehow some way other people are getting um the change too getting transformation as well i feel like with me personally especially um even though oh yeah is nowhere near my north node like my north node is deeply connected to this that when i change and realize things um i can teach others and so they can change and realize the same things too you know especially because you know that pisces energy you know it's about the collective unconscious you get what i'm saying um so i, I feel like i had something else to say oh yeah yeah, yeah. so 
I remember I had um oh yeah I came in my dream through a storm and it was really really cool um and it was dope because how this it was like a tornado um in my in my dream and um it was interesting because I wasn't scared it was more like I was storm watching and um I asked um someone to um ask for a reading to for more interpretation of the card and um I mean of the dream <laughs> and they um said oh that's all y'all coming through trying to create transformation and change into your life and this was earlier this year and um now like it's still 2020 and I'm seeing a lot of nines so um I think the transformation is definitely happening and coming through in my life and it's really cool um I had other Orishas come through too um not really uh well yeah others yes so um Obatala that's my homie oh, <laughs> I love Obatala that is my homie Obatala comes through a lot Oshun not Oshun um Yemaya came through me came to me a couple of times too well not well not a couple I think just once but Obatala come I think Oshun, and actually um Oya only came once um but Obatala comes to me multiple times especially last year um so it was really cool so yeah they may come to you and say what's up just you know um make sure you do things with respect understand that there's a belief system connected to this and so you can't be doing things that they are doing you got to be initiated to certain things all right but you can definitely connect with these energies um in a respectful cool way all right um now just to see right now um Oya is at four degrees Virgo right now, which is kind of crazy because it's really close to my vertex. Ciao. <laughs> it's really, really close to my vertex, so that's interesting. Um, but Oya is at four degrees Virgo right now. And so um, how I would say this, how this is um, interpreted is um, plans, routines, day-to-day life um and specifics are going through an immense change and transformation and it's not going to only affect you it's going to um, affect one of your partners um, other people who are close to you and again this is not because um oh it's just changing is through a personal agenda now the agenda personal agenda could be yours it could be someone else's but just know that our day-to-day lives routines specific things are going to be changing and going through a transformation because someone else wants that do you feel what i'm saying now you can see where this energy is in your chart and see how it applies to you with me not only is it near my vertex but it's in my seventh house and so um this is happening with like one-on-one relationships with me faded ones too um, I actually am thinking about something that I've been personally like kind of working through on an emotional basis. And it's kind of funny how this is popping up. I feel like this could be you being aware as well of how in the past someone created transformation and change to your routine and day-to-day life and relationships too. But hey. This is a transit that's going to be happening for like um, three to four months um, because Oya is in the early stages of Virgo. And so we're just going to be seeing basically up until the end of the year how this is actually going to play out. 
and um, I feel like this is perfect it goes right along with what we're going through right now as a collective so I'm going to end it off right here Um, thank you so much guys for listening and for being faithful um, awesome amazing um, listeners Um, please follow me on um, honestly what I really want y'all to follow me on is on TikTok baby okay like TikTok is popping if you're on TikTok uh, my name is The Astrodim, T-H-E-S-A-S-T-R-O-D-I-M, The Astrodim. Um, check me out, man, because I'm trying to, like, get my following ship up, okay? Um, so if you're on there, follow the kid. Um, another thing, too, is, um, you know, you can always follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to get that more popping, too. It's the underscore Astrodim, so T-H-E underscore A-S-T-R-O-D-I-M. And um, Twitter, that's where I'm known the most, is the Astrodim. So just the Astrodim, just T-H-E-A-S-T-R-O-D-I-M. All right. You can also check out my website is astrodim.space. I'm going to be... um paying more attention to my website i haven't been paying attention to it like that so i'm gonna be paying more attention to it getting a little deeper to it i may even create some um interpretations of oh y'all through the signs mm-hmm. yeah so check out that article might be coming out soon okay. <laughs> all right so um, thank you guys. I love you so much. You are freaking dope. And um, also share this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Po- repost my stuff, man. Like, let, let's talk about this for real. Like, let's get this popping, okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs>I do want to add this extra part here too so um I've just been privy that you know remember how I was saying that Oya and Shango um you know were together and um Oya basically like made Shango had two of his people go against each other and one survive and exiled them and Shango killed himself well there's a lot of believers um and people who are deeply connected to Shango and Oya that believe that they actually didn't kill themselves so I definitely wanted to put that out there you know um again I'm saying I'm saying all this with all respect and love for both you know Oya Shango and all their followers you know um and apparently how it is is kind of like it was a way of speech saying hang themselves it's kind of like he ran and fled to be somewhere safe to be in Orisha and then Oya was by herself and she was like what he left I don't know where he is so she went her way to be somewhere safe to turn into an Orisha too so I definitely wanted to add that part there um, some people believe that they committed suicide. Some people believe that they just fled separately to ascend to Orishas. Okay? Um, Alright, so yeah.
love you guys bye